Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Or you don't like... You no, know, no, no, but I'm, I'm saying you don't even have to have met them. But after the date, you will go back to your council of girlfriends and you will discuss what happened and then they will input on whether they think he's a nice guy or not a nice guy and there will be a group decision on whether things move forward. And you will yeah, be when looking you're 16, for them. Not when you're when over you're the 26, age of 26, 20. when you're 27, when you're 28, when you're 35, it's a group decision. It is not it a group decision. It is 100% decision. a group decision. Women what, treat men like an accessory. Oh my God, yes. Who We're, is this in from? We have never had so much truth in the show. Uh, Chris, would you get off the stage? That is an absolute that is exactly like Just because it, yeah. you have been with bad, now, mean, until, horrible women does not mean until, we're all like that. No, we do not. Now, I have never <laughs> treated anyone badly in my life. Chris, that flips, right? Men will treat women like an accessory when they're fat, bald and have uh, a load of money when they're 60. You know what I mean? You, you see the richer, older guy with the trophy wife. You're all just insecure men. That's no, what no, you are. No, 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 we're not, we're not at all. You are though. Not at all. The women are insecure never, because they have to show us no, off. No. Hang yeah. on a second. Okay, I'm I'm a woman. You're talking to me right now. Okay. Yeah. Do I want a big flashy ring? No. Do I yeah, want a huge flashy not, wedding? You would, you would not no. take if someone gave you a ring for like fifty euro. Have I ever treated thing. a guy like an accessory? When I was eighteen, I did. Not there since then. Not since I was eighteen. No, the okay. When you're was, eighteen, you, yes. you're a child. Okay. Not in any relationships that I've had since. I treat men what that I'm going out with I don't way think, listen, too listen, well. Listen. I don't think anyone listening would believe you if you said you would go out and marry a man who was like let's say useless or not would you marry a, a woman that was useless slob she would was, you marry a woman that was a useless slob no how, you wouldn't how hot is she okay if she's a useless slob in your is terms she she's not going to be is she useless hot slob you know the, the same applies okay the same <laughs> applies uh, alright listen listen. we're talking about this is an email that came in uh, Katie not a real name but she's listening this evening and she's looking for a bit hang of on, advice hang on hang no, 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 on no, no, look at this I message just, I just want to recap quickly just this recap quickly. fourth hang message on, hang, 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 needs yeah, yeah. to be addressed immediately no no listen I just want to recap quickly uh, Katie sent us in a mail that she uh, had her five year anniversary on June the 1st with her fella she's 29 he's 32 and she was there she probably got her nails done she probably got her hair done because she was thinking he was going to drop down on one knee and pull out a ring and go will you marry me and then she'd be able to put it up on the gram going ooh he the boy done good ooh this guy and she wanted to do that like five a loser five years together five like years together anyway um, what does Katie do does she stay or does she go does she walk away is he not interested or you know, 
bit of patience here. She's still young. Quickly, just go to this message. I got married after 18 100% months. 100% is 100% correct. Is this the message you're on about? No, the next one down. Okay. I got married after 18 months. And we are happily married after nine years. 18 months because he knew. Lucy and he knew. Each to their own. Yeah, but each, you're saying not... To- <laughs> this is nine years together. You could be married now eight years. I know, yeah. But like... No, we couldn't have been because okay, we were both sorry, living. Six. We were both living at home as well. You can't get married both live. That, that was that's another thing, right? Because usually the progression goes. You're, Says you're who? Jade, you know, so you're going to get married and be living in your parents' gaff. What's wrong with that? If you uh, if you don't you want this flash start, wedding you you're talking about, why why don't you? Because you can't start a life. You can't what? start a life. No, that would be ridiculous. Usually you go, you're going dating, then you move in together, and then you see if you don't kill each other, and then you get married, right? So when I was I was living at home for. How long when we were going out? Like, it would have been a couple of years. And she was living at home. She only moved out. Like, we only moved in together recently. And it wasn't my fault. That was because she that was... But that's because she couldn't afford to because she was in college. She was back in college. So we couldn't, let's say, take that step to, uh, to, to moving in together because initially I was unemployed for a couple of years and then I was working but like couldn't afford to move out then I had to move sorry then I was living in that loan so we were having a long distance relationship so she I was living in a room down there she obviously couldn't come down she was working in Dublin and going to college so like those things were kind of like in the way because we couldn't move in together because either one of us couldn't afford to so I couldn't afford to then she couldn't afford to and now we can so now we're grand yeah we still could have got married you, you could have gotten married but like should have shown that commitment while you were away from each other but we did commit. We were still committed. We were put through a lot of tests. I'd go to Athlone. Do you know how miserable Athlone can be? Yeah, I've been there, yeah. Horrific. Not a lot to do. Only seeing each other on the weekend. Yeah, that's horrendous. Yeah? So I just think you're putting a time limit on it. Fine if there's a biological issue and you're banging some kids. That's another conversation you need to have. Yeah. But marriage, you can get married when you're 60, 70. No, I know you there's can. people who are like... And who, who, but who, don't who? shame people that want to get married after a year or a year and a half, like Lucian, nine married, years ago. If you get married after a year, you're just doing it for the gram and you might be insane. L- Lucian will vouch for that. He did not do it for the gram because the gram wasn't there. Come on, we all know Lucian's mad, all right? Nine years. Still happily married. Very annoying that we all have to follow the life script because of, let's be real, social pressure. Yes. Some people are just not into it. You also don't need a piece of paper to be committed to somebody okay. and I would add to that you don't need a piece of, no, a piece no, of I gold understand. you don't need some gold with a, uh, a diamond on it as well but if you do want children you know you are probably better off you know for equal rights and all the rest to your kids if anything okay, did yeah, go tits up yeah. it is important in because that regard the law favours women when it comes to that situation. it does in fairness yeah. Uh, anyway um Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Katie, five year relationship, still no ring on the finger. Should she stay? Should she walk away? Game over. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Back with Irish music from Leia Hart. I don't know why it's F one zero four. You're listening to the Room one zero four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM one zero four. We got a message in from a girl we're going to call Katie a little bit uh, earlier on. She emailed us in. Uh, what's it say there again quickly? This is quite an awkward one and I constantly hear the term bunny boiler which doesn't help my mood. I'm with my boyfriend five years now. I'm 29, he's 32. We both have pretty good jobs and are paying high enough rent yet able to save for hopefully a house in the future. The house isn't really high on my priority but I guess marriage and kids are. We've obviously had the conversation and it's something we're on the same page about but I'm growing a little tired just being a girlfriend. I'd like to have kids in the next couple of years and getting married first is what was planned. Our anniversary 
anniversary was the 1st of June. I'm not going to lie. I expected a surprise and was so deflated when it didn't happen. How long is too long to wait? I've got friends with boyfriends a year and a half and they've gotten engaged. Do you think he's lost interest? Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's 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 wrap this up. If you have any advice for uh, Katie, if you were in her situation, what would you be doing? What would you be saying? What kind of questions would you be asking? What would you be worried about? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Evelyn, which I always find is a is a great name. Evelyn, a good strong name. Evelyn said, maybe he isn't into monogamy. Mm. As uh, as someone said, a piece of paper doesn't prove commitment. Just ask him if he has a plan. Break the ice. Yeah, but hang on a second. In this email, and this is what I'm a bit concerned about, in this email, they did have the chat. Mm-hmm. They have decided they want yep. kids and to get married in the future. Now, they could have had that chat after a year together. That's what I mean, yeah. And yeah. then it just hasn't been brought up again. And yeah. that, like, that might have changed. Like, people changed their minds. Maybe Katie's gotten really annoying. You know what I mean? And just during lockdown, he can't get out, he can't leave. Oh, but she possibly could have got a little bit pushy. You know? getting annoyed bringing it up quite a bit and that could push him away I don't know but he might be doing it just out of spite at the same time it's really mean to leave someone hanging do you know what I mean if this was in your plans maybe he's planning next week or next month you don't know if he has something planned Katie I'm just going to put that out there he could easily but I think if you're getting a little bit tired and you thought maybe it would have happened on your anniversary and it's unlikely to happen before kind of next year yeah I'd I'd probably bring it up with him I would. Uh, Brian has said she should just talk it out with him. Put it all on the table. It's very simple. What are your intentions here? Then once she knows, she can evaluate the situation and either walk away or get a plan together with regards to the future. However, if they don't talk at this level, I don't think there's any point to this relationship. They both want different things and that's very clear. If she is asking a radio station what she should do, that proves they don't communicate properly. Yeah, she's probably at a, at a breaking point, at a bit of a... Mm, it's it's easier though to ask strangers than it is to actually confront somebody especially like if your relationship is pretty decent right and you don't yeah. fight that often and things are pretty cushy and maybe it's kind of surface level conversation you know they come home from work how's work oh you're giving out about your boss whatever it might be you watch a film what will we watch tonight what will we eat you know let's go to Tesco's at 12 midnight and get some chocolate and then suddenly you're like so what about those kids that we were talking about um, and also you know the ring that I don't have on my finger are we doing that soon like how do you bring that yeah. up it's too awkward so yeah. advice and sometimes I think and this happens with girls quite a lot where we need to sit down and think things through before we talk because if we just spill it all out we'll get really emotionally yeah. And you'd be like, you hate yeah. me, you've always hated me, you exactly. bastard. And then you regret ever. Oh. To, or, or I used to have fight with people, nothing to do with commitment, but fights with people because I thought X, Y and Z and they'd have been planning that already. You didn't even care about our anniversary. You never even bought me anything. I have it upstairs. I'm just about to wrap it and I was going to give it to you and now I'm not giving it to you because you're <laughs> acting like this. That has happened to me before. Oh. You know, so timing is important with this one. Timing is important, so maybe just chill the beans. Because if he had something planned, that ain't gonna go down well, is it? If he was planning to do it, that's what I mean. Like the other thing, the other thing as well is, I would have felt incredibly suffocated by her family and friends when we were at other weddings and they're all looking over, nudging you, pointing to a ring, and you're like, "Hang on a second, will you piss off?" Like, did you get it from her? Did I get it from her? Or was she? Did she ever kind of say, "Oh no"? 
I would like to in the next few years like that kind of thing. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, would have a bit. Yeah, but not too much. Like yeah. not enough for you. If she had continued to, oh, we, bring she still it up, wouldn't like, have it. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm fine. Just don't do it out of spite. You know what I mean? It was seven years. I would have done it after three or four, but she was just like, yeah, we're really married. I know. Um, I had two long-term relationships, and I never thought to ask. But with my fiance, I asked her after eight months, and we are after. We're here after five years and we're still happy. Just had to cancel the wedding two times due to Corona. Oh. See, that's the thing. You've had two long-term relationships and never asked. But after eight months, you knew you wanted to be with this girl. Well, you said he asked her after eight months. Oh, did he ask her after eight? Sorry, he proposed after eight months? Yeah. God. But was in two long-term relationships before that and didn't. So that's interesting. So maybe. Like how many how many long-term relationships do you need before you know? You know Jesus, what I mean? I've had enough of them. Although I have been proposed to twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's the awkward thing about that one. But no, I, I don't think it's about how many relationships you need to go through. I think, I mean, hap- I would have been delighted if I was 15 and just been with the same person. That was decent. Really? Well, I say that in hindsight, probably not. <laughs> I had a lot of growing up to do, but um, like I was in, I've been in four long-term relationships, as in four-year relationships. 16 years of your life? 16 years of my life I've been in relationships yeah um, is he ashamed of her or is he afraid to show her off Nicole maybe yeah that's the thing that's what I would say you know I don't know I mean a lot of men are I don't think five years is that him. long I don't think five years is that long I think it is quite long and, I, I, and here's the other thing it's technically is it technically only four years now I know they've been living together but I'm just saying like can you write off the Covid year because that wasn't really a no, year. No, you can't write off the you know year. I mean? You can't. It wasn't You're a real still with year. Them. No, but I know, but it wasn't a real year. You couldn't get to do it in fun. Listen, we're not living. And I know we're thing. talking if yesterday about living COVID. to five hundred. We're not living to five hundred yet. <laughs> I know, if, but if they survive through COVID, living together, that's surely a positive thing. Because again, how many people do you know who have broken up during COVID? Because they just couldn't hack being in each other's faces. I know people yeah. who were married with kids for years and they just couldn't handle it. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. See you bye now. It either brought you way closer or. You've just had enough. Yes. Like five years. Yeah. I think five years is a long time. I do. Is it? And I think if you're living together and you're able to pay that kind of rent and you're saving up, I mean, as that texter said, with their fiance five, sorry, eight months before they proposed and were in two long-term relationships before that and never did it. That says it all to me. All right. Uh, Well, listen, there you go. So what are we telling Katie? Dump his ass is what the women are saying. Well, it's not a conversation you can bring and she, up. How old is she? 29. She's got like at least 10 years of baby making ability left inside her. So she's she grand. So she shouldn't be in a rush. Yeah. So she needs to calm down. She was obviously happy with this guy. Is happy with this guy. I'm just saying it's not a conversation like any other time we've had a chat about people's problems and stuff. There's been a solution where you can go, right, you need to sit down and talk about it. You cannot sit someone down. Like this is all I know it sounds really old fashioned and it is he is expected to buy this ring whether we like to admit it or not so you're sitting him down saying when are you going to take that money out of your account buy me something and commit to me like it's it's an awkward one it's something that you should just want to do I guess it's this uh, toxic femininity which is putting men under not only emotional and psychological pressure but financial pressure you don't have any stress and it's always like it should be three times your salary for the ring three times your no I don't actually believe in any of that stuff absolute scum but what I will say is absolute scum ladies you need to stop uh, expecting to have 
all of this money put on your finger and not give anything back in return. We're meant to be we're meant to be equal. Men need engagement rings now as well. Or as I said, engagement drones or flat screen TVs or VR headsets or bikes or whatever it is. I just think at the end of the day, I do know people who have broken up after five, six, seven years together because it wasn't going anywhere. And I think instead of bringing up the fact that he hasn't proposed and sitting him down like that, you could bring up the fact that you don't feel that the relationship is progressing the way you both had planned. And if you say that, he knows exactly what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. But you don't have to actually say it. Honestly, I swear to God, I think I'd make a great uh, relationship counsellor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd always be on one one side of the argument, though. The uh, woman's side. No, I wouldn't. No, I, I would know. not. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. I don't know why it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and um, the final consensus for Katie who emailed us in a little bit earlier on she's in a five year relationship no ring on her finger and she's freaking out my life isn't going anywhere and relationship isn't no sign of a ring apparently anyway she was wondering what should she do should she stay or should she go so what are we saying finally we will say Katie to go on a break go go on a break I'm going to sum it up with that lovely text that guy who messaged in saying he was in two long term relationships and then he got into a relationship with a girl and after eight months proposed to her why? because he knew and they're nine years married says it all so he's saying saying if you know you know when you know you know so what should she do? what she should do is slowly start bringing this up and if he doesn't budge then she needs to get out of there because so how, how, long, how, long, how long are we talking here? Well, I mean, she's been on five years. That's far too long in my opinion. So one, well, maybe this is the final year. Give him one this the, the end of this year. year. Oh, I, six months maybe. The no, end of this year. You don't sit down and go, why have you not proposed to me? You don't say that. What you do say is that, you know, you think that the relationship maybe has not progressed. Right. It's gone a little bit stagnant. And that, you know, you'd hoped that things maybe had moved in a different way sooner. Or that are moving in a, in a way and we're aligned and we're both wanting the same thing. And if that's not what you want anymore, then tell me. And if we that's the case... We should just be friends and move Exactly. Apart. Be right. friends. You can go watch me with another guy. And does that does that upset and hurt you? Because if it does, do then do step up. He might be into that. Maybe he is. I don't know. Some, some lads are weird like that. Anyway. No, but that, that could be a good thing. Yeah. Be like, you know, because when they know that, you know, you're not going to hang around just for them. Yeah. And that you have options. Would you be happy to see your fiancé with somebody else? Probably not. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, damn it. So don't let them, don't let them go if they mean something to you. So anyway, she needs to say that in a not so psychotic way. And then if he's not stepping up, she's got to move on. You know, before you know it, you'll be bloody 40. There's nothing wrong with being 40. But I mean, at that stage. If you're 40, you might, you're dead according to Sir Shalom. At that stage, you know, if she wants kids and she wants to get married and all the rest of it, it's pushing it it's pushing it let's be honest so I just think while she's young broach it now so it gives her time to meet somebody else right fair enough there you go Katie thanks for sending that in if you have any other uh, issues yourself and you're listening you want some uh, really well informed advice uh, get in touch 0876797104 now uh, Washington State is offering something when you get vaccinated what are they offering if you get vaccinated you get a money I saw somewhere is offering money are they Somewhere might be, yeah. It's not money. Washington um, State, when you go in and you get your jab um, for the COVID-19 vaccination, what will you get in return for it? For In return for a jab? 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A badge? That's what a lot of people are getting. Oh, a little badge. <laughs> I, I got, got the badge. COVID vaccine. Oh, no, we got There's the badge. my badge. Uh, no, have a guess. If you think you know what it is, maybe you've seen this in the news. But Washington State is running a campaign where they will give you what once you get your vaccine. 0876797104. Joel Curry bed on the way next. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Joel Curry bet. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want it now. As you know, the old vaccinations are rolling out around the world. Uh, 30 to 39-year-olds are going to be open for vaccination here next week. So if you're in that age category, job done. Happy days. Great to see we've had the lowest amount of cases today as well. Uh, 200 and something lower than yesterday as well. And I'm not saying that opening the pubs had anything to do with it, but I'm just saying since we've opened the pubs, we've had two of the lowest days of cases in a long, long time. So listen... Who knows? Anyway, Washington State over in the United States is trying to incentivize you to go and get your uh, jab. And what they're doing is offering you something when you do go and you get it. Some people have offered money, but I want to know if you've seen this in the news. Washington State is offering you what when you get vaccinated? Um, Alan has said, is it coffee? No. Is it a responsible alcoholic beer? Uh, No, but you're getting a little bit closer because that is what another state had done um, and a few other places that you got a pint, you got a Guinness, you got something else when you got and got your vaccination done. They used to do that now. You know when you gave blood, they used to give you a pint of Guinness after you gave blood. Yeah, I do remember that actually, yeah. Yeah, That was a thing, wasn't it? For your iron levels, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know how how true it was, but that kind of happened as well. But um, no, it's not money, it's not coffee, it's not drink, but you're getting closer with the drink. Now, Mary said, is it a gun? (laughs) <laughs> is it a gun uh, I'd be. hope not uh, might be who knows in America, maybe in Texas that's what you'd be incentivized to do like, give me a gun if you go get your Rex I think uh, a few people may have correctly guessed this answer what have a few people said uh, Mr. Marley and uh, Meg who else has come in there oh a massage is it a massage uh, no it's not a massage no uh, Mr. Marley Tom as well Tom Meg Ben and Mr. Marley have all guessed. Is it marijuana? Hallelujah, hallelujah, what? Hallelujah. Is this real? This is real. Because obviously in the United States, a lot of states have legalized cannabis, so yeah. it's perfectly legal. And what was happening beforehand, the state's liquor 
board and their cannabis board had approved a campaign where they would give you a drink after they give you a bottle of beer or a glass of wine after you got your vaccination. Yeah. Then obviously the weed heads were like, hang on a second. That's not fair. Exactly. So what they're doing is now a campaign called Joints for Jabs. So you sign up, you get your, and when you get your vaccination, they will give you one pre-rolled joint of marijuana as an incentive to try and get more people to sign up for the vaccine. That is bizarre. Bizarre, yeah. Okay, sure. Listen, Michal, Leo, joints for jabs. It's been trialed somewhere else. I'm just saying it might might work. Oh, it's better than guns. <laughs> Better than giving out guns, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's all being funded as well by a lot of federal money. So they're having some issues with certain states are the uptake is a little bit better than others. And they're trying to find new ways to incentivize it. And uh, good old Joe Biden was like, listen, do do what you want. They're also doing another thing in the United States where they're they're running lotteries as well. So if you do get your job, you'd be put into a lottery. You could win. And they're giving away a college scholarship worth about 200 grand. So you go and you get your vaccine, you're entered into the draw and you could win a college scholarship for doing it. I did hear that. Uh, Lucy has said, in some countries, they do give a free massage. Oh, do they? Apparently so. Jeez, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Very nice, yeah. Getting your vaccine in a nice health spa and a spa. You just relax there and going, oh, wow. Paddy has jumped in saying... Oh, uh, Paddy. Obviously a little bit late to the game there, Paddy, now. Is it a dildo? Vaccination sponsored by Playblue. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to how would we fit that in? We need a joints for jabs. You would have um, jab, needle, cocks for vax. No. Oh, there's definitely, there's a lot of puns in there and I can't think of them either. Um, not a bad one, though. Um there's a lot of crossover there with this, this, this syringe is a kind of a phallic imbl- image as well you know what I mean offloading you know it's offloading into your arm offloading into something your something there as well yeah I don't know um <laughs> I'm gonna sit here all day going um wait we'll get this we'll get this Come for the jab, stay for the babs. No. The bab, the babs. Maybe there's something there. Like, what if a strip club was offering, was a vaccination centre? Then you get loads of people going in. You get loads of people, yeah. Get a strip tease and a vaccination. You don't even know you're getting it. Would Tony Hoolan be okay with that? No. Tony sitting... He doesn't like people. I know he doesn't like fun, right? But maybe... Would uh, would be up for that? If Tony Hoolan was was sitting in the strip club administering it all, firing a lot of fires at a lot of strippers while you're getting your vaccine. I mean, we need to be open to all the options on the table here when it comes to increasing uptake, so we can open everyone up and go get on with our lives. I don't think he'd be up for it. Tony Hoolan, it's just him and a tongue. Oh, it's getting late. It is getting late. So that is some of them. Yeah, so uh, ja- joints for jabs over in Washington. There's other places giving away beer. Uh, there's college scholarships up for grabs. There's money and there's massages. So there's some of the weird ways in which people are getting people to sign up for their COVID jabs. So uh, in other news today, which I find this interesting as well, uh, you're going to have an increase in the amount of sick days you can take from I next year. I saw this. Now, I'm just going to nerd it out here. In my working life, yeah, I've never taken a sick day. Now, I feel that with a badge of honour, but now I feel as if I'm being a bit of an idiot because do you get paid for sick days right now? Like, if you take a sick day, are you doc pay? I don't think so. 
just what I was confused about a little bit. Anyway, uh, Leo Varadkar earlier on announced that from next year, employers will have to pay for three, if you you can take up to three days off next year. Yeah. Uh, and you'll be given 70% of your daily wage. And then that'll move to the following year. You can have seven days sick leave off. And then the following year again, you can have 10 days sick leave off, right? So in two Do you or know three what the years, worry would be though? That you'll take a sick day when you're not sick and then you'll need it and you'll have to take unpaid leave. But this is the other thing. Should you, just from, from a purely selfish point of view of getting extra paid time off, should you be taking sick days? I guess so. Yeah, are you, are you, I feel I'd feel guilty though. I wouldn't feel. I know, yeah. But like, if you're entitled to, I don't know. It sounds like such a bellend. I'm entitled to my sick days. Such a civil service mentality. What you're entitled to, anyway. If you are entitled to at the moment sick leave, would you not be better off just taking paid leave? Or no, not paid leave, sick leave. You know, taking those days off. And when you get your extra ten sick days a year, now you have to get a doctor's note. But you can just go down and say you're stressed or something. You know what I mean? Um, can you go? Do you think people will t- be taking an extra 10 days off a year pretending to be sick? I think Lucian has um, hit the nail on the head there. It depends on the company. All right, yeah, fair enough. And I think that goes two ways, as in it depends on the company whether you can take that many days, is it? Or it depends on the company if they're sound, you wouldn't no, 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 want no, no, to no, F no. them over. No, no, no. Legally, you will be entitled so, to take those 10 all days. All across the board. All across the board, yeah, legally. Um, but I know what you're saying, if you work for a scummy company... yeah people will be downright taking all those extra days of course and going, like, yeah, you'd be dead right, wouldn't yeah. you? Why wouldn't you? That's what I mean, because like, some people will be too goody to shoot and be like, no, but then, then other people who would take advantage of that system would probably have a better life. Now, you'd take a slight dip in pay, I think. Yeah, and the only thing is, then imagine the work piled up and you kind of were taking it just to rebel and then you knew that you should do double the work the next day you're in. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah, true. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd understand why a lot of people would make use of these days. Yeah, anyway, that's um that's what's happening um right now. Three be guaranteed three sick days next year after that, the following year seven, and then the following year up to ten, but you'll only be getting seventy percent or your company will only have to pay you seventy percent of your wage. Um obviously because if they have to replace you and it might be a bit expensive. So and uh, that's what's coming. And I still think we're lower than a lot of other European countries. Way better than the United States who don't even have annual leave uh, half the time, they don't have paid time that's off. It, yeah. Oh, they're such a uh, scummy country sometimes. But uh, there you go. Ten days over the next couple of years you'll be entitled to sick pay as well. And as Lucian said, I think you're dead right. Uh, it'll depend on the company that you're working with. If you work for a horrible, horrible company, like the type of company that wants to force you to go back into the office when you've been doing your job remotely for ages, then you'd be banging out the sick days going, I'm just stressed from sitting in the commuter traffic all the time. Uh, anyway, speaking of traffic, uh, some people are horrifically bad drivers. As you know, if you spend any time on the road, you're like, my God, wow. But why? Why do you think that some people are worse drivers than others? Maybe it's uh, they just don't care. They're blind. They're incompetent drivers. They weren't trained properly. But could it be down to their star signs maybe maybe not we'll be chatting to an astrologist on the show next who's done an interesting piece of research looking at the link between your driving style and your star sign you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 it's Cormac and Saoirse here now who is the worst driver that you know how bad exactly are they um, me personally it would have to be you Saoirse no I'm going to put my hands up I am one of the worst drivers I've ever come across I have failed my driving test four times I've had three crashes all because of me just not paying attention and yeah every time I get in the car with anybody I kind of nearly get them to, to write 
their name just to sign a waiver to say if they do die it's not my fault she's got a little uh, helmet um, in the car as well no but but listen the worst driver that you know you can drop us in a whatsapp and let us know maybe it's down to a host of reasons poor lessons they're just not very uh, attentive on the road and maybe they're they're just not meant to be driving at all ever but could it be down to something else what does your star sign what could it say about your driving ability joining us now to talk a little bit more about that is uh, astrologer who has uh, appeared all over the media as a, an expert in this area but Francesca Oddi how are you? I'm very well very hot how are you? Yeah we're not doing too bad now astrology was something I was huge into a few years back didn't really understand it apart from you know when it came to relationships I thought well I don't match this star sign and that star sign but what do they really mean and when it comes to driving is it accurate? Yeah so use your star sign describes your character and then your character is is you everywhere at work in relationships when you're doing sport and when you're driving and driving is one of those things where we get a bit you know raw hmm. you, you we're unmasked so to speak you know we can get a bit triggered and and if we break down if the car breaks down that is something where we are really really vulnerable on the side of the road and so people's true personalities come out the mask drops and that's why we did this research with Green Flag because we just it's always interesting to see like okay how are people corresponding to their star sign it, it is funny you mention that because I know a lot of people who work here in FM104 as well who will be the nicest people in the world walking around the office, walking around the studio. But if you heard them inside a car, my God, the rage just seeps out and they don't care. And it, it's funny, though. I think it's you're in your car, you feel a little bit protected and you can, you know, lose the head or whatever. But um, can I ask you, do, do we know definitively what star sign would be classified as the worst drivers on the road? Um, <laughs> I would say... It's, ah, no, not definitively. We don't know. I think there is some kind of loose information that red cars are the worst, isn't there? Have you heard that before? I, I, yeah, I've heard red cars, you're probably most likely to get robbed or broken into as well. Something about the, the, the attractiveness of the red. I don't know how anecdotal it is. I need to look into that. And red corresponds with Aries. So like, we could say that was very loose and wouldn't want to be making any claims about that. So I'm going to put this to you. I'm a Libra. How do I fare? Well, you're very balanced. You're all, about, you're all about harmony and things being nice and level. So you're actually very good in a difficult situation because your skill is going into difficult situations and being the diplomat and making it calm. So, for instance, if you were with someone and they're breaking out, your skill is to be like, OK, well, you know, it's not that bad. We can sort it out. We can ring them. You know, that's, that's your gift. Well, no, it's just she just doesn't care. Sisha would just be like, ah, whatever. Yeah, but does it make me a good driver? Apparently not, from what you said before. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. Now, on the flip side, how would you describe my driving or what, what would my star sign inform it? Like, I'm a Leo. Oh, you're a confident guy. So, you know, you're there, you're in total control. And with a lot of things in life, confidence is key. So if you, if you feel very secure, you're very decisive, you'd be a good driver. And as well, if you had a breakdown... You'd be pretty like, okay, I can handle this. I've got my guy. I trust him. I'm going to ring him. It's all good. We'll just have to wait. Calm down, everyone. You've got leadership skills. Now, what would happen if I had an emotional breakdown in the car? <laughs> it's my favourite place to have an emotional breakdown. No one can see. You can scream at the guy across the road from you. It's fine. No problem at all. Sometimes the road rage comes out a little bit in the car. Yeah, just uh, feel as if it's a, it's, a, it's a safe space to let a little bit of rage out because, you know. Drama 
or the rage because I kind of like the I like the Italian thing of being like ah there's people I don't really mean it I just go a bit dramatic in the car no I think I think it might be the rage I, I don't have too much Italian in my family it might just be the, the rage coming out where you're like for f- surely it doesn't just cut off at driving like a lot of people fob it off and say it's nonsense there's no such thing I mean everyone's different you can't fall under like a certain bracket of balanced for me for example or Cormac being this strong confident guy is there truth in it like from what you've studied yeah there's more to it than just your sun sign you know you're more than just Libra where's your moon I think you've got some Pisces in your chart from looking at you and also from the way you describe your driving I would say that you're yeah you've got that kind of mystical musical gentle sort of you know and that's what Cormac said you just don't care so that you know that's kind of Pisces you're, you're going with the flow all the time so yeah, every everybody has their unique horoscope. Where was the sun? Was it noon? Was it was it middle of the night? Was it sunset? Was it sunrise? Where was the moon? Where was Mars? Where was Venus? And all of that is your horoscope. But the sun, your star sign, is like the big bit. Obviously, the sun is the big deal. So that's what we really correspond with. But there's definitely more to it in defense of astrology. Uh, okay, so how do you then work with individual people uh, when they come to you looking for a bit of uh, help, guidance or advice? Like, how do you take them through this process? I get the whole chart, you know, Sun, Moon, Venus, the lot, and then look at it and then work work out there so the moon is your deepest needs and venus is what you attract and all the rest of it and then we, we go into that and then we look at transits to it so where is everything today in relation to where it was when you were born and then you read that and from that like can you tell somebody about their ideal partner or what kind of person they should go with because i think this is a huge thing people are just breaking up left right and center and maybe they just needed to go to you yeah do you know what i've got a cosmic connections event next week on the 16th and also i want a new boyfriend and i was talking joking with my friend yesterday i was thinking of making a poster <laughs> it's gonna be like right i want them to be this their moon here their venus here to prove that it works um, because the relationship stuff is why i got into it you know that's you get into astrology as a teenage girl because what is the 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 moon stuff you keep talking about though i don't understand the i like i've known of the general okay yeah so if you think about it all the the signs of the zodiac are just stars so they're just the the constellations that form the circumference of the universe so to speak for they are a chosen ecliptic and they are they just break up the sky into 12 sections and they in in essence are like roads so you could be like a1 m1 m25 and so when a planet is on the m1 you know it's leo season or if it's on the a20 m25 it's virgo season that's how you do it it's like it's basically where the planet is in respect to the sky. And so also, where, where is the moon in respect to the sky? Which sign of the zodiac was it in when you were born? Because it moves very fast, obviously. The moon does a lap every month. So that, that's what I mean. Does that make sense? So now, I want to ask a question that probably a lot of people want to know. I think it was last year that they came out and said there was an extra sign and that that might affect your birth month and so on. Yeah, they do that all the time. NASA weirdly released this thing about Ophiuchus, which is, so I was just talking about this belt of star sign, the, the zodiac belt. Now, Ophiuchus sort of, he, he's just above the belt, but his foot dips down. So you can debate whether this 13th sign exists. So some astrologers are using it. Like, I don't know if they're using it as their, like, PR hook. But generally, 
for, for thousands, hundreds of years, thousands of years, we've used the 12. Is there any research that suggests that like t- two different types of people shouldn't be in the same car at the same time, like uh, uh, a Libra with a Leo, for example? No, there's there's nothing to say that. It's pretty, but how do you handle one another? You know, I had someone on today and they were talking about the Sagittarius Cancer combination. And Sagittarius is a bit like lackadaisical, like, very optimistic, or it'll be fine, very problem solving. So they would be quite chill, whereas Cancer might be more emotional and upset and like oh no broken down they're like hating not being in control and also they're very responsible and would have if any family in the car they'd be very anxious about it so they can give to each other what they need because they're so different whereas you know maybe if you're really chill ideally if you're getting really say you're having a drama attack and you're going full leo and you've like you're flipping out do you want someone who's quite strong to be like look Cormac, calm down or someone who's going to like feed the drama and be like oh no 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 it it, it depends depends what you you know, everything's going to make us react in a different way. Fascinating. I've loads and loads of books on it, which I haven't looked into in ages. Pro- probably because what happened was the last three boyfriends I went out with were Pisces and that didn't work out very well. That makes sense. I thought you were Pisces. You've got some Pisces in you, I'm sure. So obviously they do they do they not go together then? I think you might have the moon in Pisces or something and that's why you're projecting it onto them because you're not completely owning it. That's t- that is the trick to relationship as there's part of our identity that we're not like accepting um, and and, be- and therefore we keep meeting it in other people does that make sense yeah you need to sort your life out Saoirse I'm going to just keep going with the flow it's working out you know you, we learn from each one we're not supposed to just it's a different journey for everyone uh, if you've just sorry if you've just tuned in we're chatting to uh, Francesca Audi about uh, your driving and whether your star sign has a significant impact on the state of your car the state of your driving your rage levels while you're uh, on the road um, do we know anything about the different types of star signs and let's say how they keep their cars like who who's got a messy car versus who's got a very tight organized beautifully pristine car i don't know many of those people but is there anything else interesting that you found virgos yeah i think the, the virgos in my experience they have got the clean car they've got the wet wipes they have got the change in their little pot cancerians yeah. often have the change they've always got the right change but i suppose that's a bit of a retro thing but that's something that i noticed back in the day um they've all the glove box always works and they've got the little you know it's all tidy pisces has probably got the messiest car or Sagittarius sagittarius has got a you know they've got all the stuff they've got all the clothes they've got this that they could basically live out their car they've got so much stuff in it um as a rule yeah as a generalization and then like things like angriest driver i know we touched a little bit but what would you say would be the angriest star sign in the car well the fire signs are the the quickest to anger so aries is is fire and leo and sagittarius they're the fire signs so they're the quickest to be like ah you know something's gone wrong but at the same they burn it up and then it goes they're not sitting with any nervousness or like because there can be a lot of tension and in a scorpio perhaps or a virgo even but they're just, they keep it in. The fire sign is going to let you know they're stressed and then five minutes later go, okay, right, calm down, we can sort this out. So horses for courses. Right, okay. Learned a lot about her driving here now this evening. Um, so if that's you listening right now on the road and you're getting angry, it's because of your fire sign and just let it out and you can move on. Uh, <laughs> let it out and burn it up. Uh, listen, Francesca, thanks a million for popping on. Where can people list, either find you or some of the research that you, you did with this? Yeah, Green Flag. So if you go to greenflag.com, they've got the blog that I've written and then I think it says Francesca Audi in it so you can find me from there if you want to. Amazing. Happy days. Well, listen, thanks a million for popping on F104 this evening. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast. With Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.